in this episode, we're going to go back where we made some marketing predictions for 2023, and we're going to give ourselves some grades. We'll see ChatGPT AI integrations in all of our marketing software by the end of the year. We'll see more behind the scenes content from businesses. Google will finally get its social network with YouTube shorts. An expansion of business loyalty programs. Media companies will increasingly target big live events. Stock photos on website will start to impact website traffic. Paid social media is coming. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Frustrated by Your Marketing podcast. I'm your host, Jim D'Amico, and I'm joined by my host, Madison McQuistian. And this is episode 20. Uh, we're really proud that we made it to 20 episodes, even though we launched in late March of this year. And it's been a great time. Uh, we've had a lot of fun doing it. And thanks so much for being along for the ride. In this episode, we're going to go back to our third episode, where we made some marketing predictions for 2023, and we're going to give ourselves some grades how we think we did. So we're going to go through them. There were seven of them, and we're going to go through each one. We'll we'll talk about them in a little bit, and we'll give you um, some thoughts on how well we did, and and more importantly, like what's coming uh, with these predictions in the future. So the first prediction was mine, and I said that we'll see ChatGPT AI integrations in all of our marketing software by the end of the year. Yep. A little bit of a softball prediction, but I'm going to give myself an A plus on that because not only is it in all of our software, but it's in software almost to the point of ridiculousness. And, <laughs> you know, it's become a uh, certainly a sales tool for software companies and just for uh, the marketing industry or all industries in general, for sure. We've got it in, I know I mentioned this in the other podcast, it's in Grammarly. It's in Elementor. It's in some of the uh, social apps now too. It's in the social apps. It's it's on Amazon now. Your reviews are curated. Adobe. It's, it's in Adobe. Yeah, it's heavily integrated into Adobe. Yep. With you know generative, you know, fill and and all sorts of different different things. There's a ton of great tutorials on that. So a lot of fun to watch. It's in ClickUp. You know that's that's our productivity software. That's one of those ones where I think it's a little bit to the point of ridiculousness. I don't really see a use case for it. Maybe in larger businesses, it would make sense. But I I would say that if you don't have it, it's going to be really hard for you to sell software in the coming years. And Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and I also would say that in the case of um, Elementor and in the case of ClickUp, they're charging more for it. And I almost feel like at this point, it's it's become an expected. So, you know, not that you can't raise your prices as a provider to, you know, the people in the marketing industry and other industries, but I think it, it shouldn't be an add-on because people are going to just go to a competitor that has it built right in because, you know, we're, it's, it, it is going to, it has become an expectation at this point. Well, I feel like over the last couple of months, we've already seen how much AI has grown. I was working on the Bing image creator. I don't know if you've messed around with that, but no. I've even seen a couple of times how much that has changed with, you know, you used to have to be really, really specific on what you were looking for. And now you can kind of get away with not being as specific and it gets you, gives you exactly what you want. And I think chat GPT too, we've seen multiple versions of that ne- that now, right? Isn't it, it like 3.0 right now? So it's on 4.0 now and 4.0. the newest the newest thing coming with that and this is why you know this prediction will continue to have legs is that now they have the ability to create your own GPTs 
which is on my 2024 sort of to-do list for myself or goal list for myself, which is where you can build your own. You can use ChatGPT to build your own mini prompt-based uh, apps. So if there's something in your, you know, to run through your finances or to run, you know, to, you could create one specifically for responding to reviews for a specific client. You know, you would spit in a bunch of text and you would say, this is how I want you to respond. And you can train it basically and have it be kind of your night really proprietary. All of this is, is open. So if you put it in there, you know, other people, you know, they won't necessarily see what you put in, but it's part of their learning model. But you could build your own little programs that are very specific and, and not have to remember the prompts. It'll sort of be baked in. And then you would just basically have to pop, put in a review and it would kick out a response based on how you've trained it, which is amazing. And so, yeah, that there's that. And, and Google had Bard and now they have Gemini. There's a lot of proprietary AIs as well that are separate of those two. I mean, it's it was already in everything and now it's really at the forefront of everything. And it's you know, a really good marketing tool for these software companies to sell their software because it's, you know, if it doesn't have it, you're not going to, you're not going to subscribe at the point. Sure. Yeah. So my first prediction was we'll see more behind the scenes content from businesses. And I feel like I've seen this both ways. I didn't think this was a great prediction, but I think this is one thing that will grow into in 2024 is seeing more of this because there's been two things I've seen. One, definitely more behind the scenes content, but also using music. Because trending music right now is the big thing on Instagram. I don't know if you've noticed that trending sounds. Oh, absolutely. And I've seen it. I think it's out there. You know, it's it, you know, maybe didn't like take the take it over by storm. But I will say another one of my goals or, or sort of you know, to do list items for 2024 is to play around with Clapper some more. That's that app that we used um, when we were doing one of our social media episodes. And I still I did a test video on that however many months ago, six, seven months ago, and I'm still getting likes on that same video without doing anything other than, yeah. I didn't. You know, I created a profile, I posted a video, I haven't interacted with anybody, and I still get a couple likes every day. And so, and that is a really gritty version. It's even more gritty than TikTok. And so, you know, I think that that proves the trend. And maybe, you know, part of it will be what platform you're on because, you know, we had reviewed Lemonade and that was very refined and, and clean and you know clapper and tiktok and and you know instagram reels to, to a lesser degree are are more gritty in real life so you know maybe it'll also depend on where you're viewing the stuff and that's the crazy thing with instagram too that i've noticed is a lot of times they say you know if you try a sound or music or something like that and it doesn't take off it doesn't mean it won't because there's a lot of times where people will use sounds a couple of times and then somebody will use it for a video and it will just get a ton of traffic and everybody will be using that sound which will just boost your views so even if you know you don't get a lot of views on a video one week doesn't mean that you know three months from now you won't get more views because it can skyrocket like crazy and after a period of time so yeah and that's that's why i'm so interested in, in playing around with clapper is usually after a week a couple of days you know the organic traffic on a post or a video is over, you know, you're not, no one's going to see it. The algorithm is not going to show it. So if trending music is a way for that to have some more legs, that's is really it? nice. You know, obviously you can pay for them it to be seen for longer periods of time, but anything you can do to have that, that tail last a little bit longer is, is great for sure. Okay. So what grade are you going to give yourself? Do you, 
<laughs> I would honestly with that one, I'd probably say high C. High C. I'm not okay. feeling very confident about my predictions, so. Okay. I had given you a B. I, so when I went through, I had given you a B I on that. I think you're being so. too nice. Too nice? Okay. Yeah, I think okay. my predictions were crap, but. <laughs> okay, so do you want to do, <laughs> let's do B minus then. We'll do, I'll change it to B minus. Okay, that makes uh, me feel no. good. All right. Okay. Because, you know, again, it's not that we're not seeing it at all. Again, the the I think the big, you know, the reason that's not an A is it didn't. We're still seeing very refined, very well planned out videos. So it's not like Yeah, yep. And like I said, I think mine'll be end up being a long term. We'll see it over twenty twenty four for sure. But you know, and or or not, you know, the the thing I guess I'm the most curious about as I continue to read that the way we interact with social media has has dramatically changed and continues to change. And it's become to the point where I don't remember what the stat is, but it's like something like only ten percent of people are posting and the other 90% are viewing. And that, you know, was closer to, you know, I don't know if it was 50-50, but at a certain, at one point it was 50-50. So we're really going to social media to watch. And if we're going to watch something, we probably want it to be, you know, some production value. So I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll have to see. It would be really nice if some of, if the Clapper, you know, social media platforms of the world actually encourage us to do it on our own. And at that point, the gritty in the real life will come in more. So I don't know. Or or maybe it'll just become the trend where we want to watch, you know, production value where it's a little bit more behind the scenes. Yeah. So, yep. you know, it, you know, it's it's something we'll have to see. But I don't think this prediction is going away. I think it's something that will continue to, to evolve for sure. Yeah, I think so too. What was your next one? My next one was Google will finally get its social network with YouTube shorts. So I'm going to give myself a B minus on that one. At some point, you know, it's very, really hard to find these stats, but at some point recently, I don't remember what even month it was, they had gotten to 2 billion monthly views, which is a lot for sure, but they're Google and they're YouTube. So it's not like they're they're taking over. They're still not even close to TikTok numbers. Yeah. And I, you know, what I'm, the reason I'm not going to give myself an A on this is I don't hear about it really anymore. It's, you know, when I made this prediction, it was, I was seeing people trying to send you to their YouTube shorts channel from Instagram and TikTok. It was being mentioned everywhere. Now it's just sort of mentioned. Yeah, there's not as much hype about it now. There was so much hype about it earlier this year. And I feel like we've definitely seen that die down. Like, I honestly totally forgot that YouTube shorts was a thing, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. And I, you know, you know, I don't have a ton of experience on it as a you know producer or as a content creator. You know, I've got, you know, we've uploaded some stuff from this podcast. My son has a fun little YouTube channel where we've uploaded some some silly videos for him. And, you know, the tail and my and my nephew uses it or used it. I don't think he's even using it anymore. He actually had some pretty good success. He had a couple go semi viral where he got a few thousand views, which is, you know, for a kid is pretty awesome. Yeah. But you know, the tail on it is super short, you know, I, you know, a day and it's like done. It may sometimes even like hours and it's over, which is interesting because there's not, you know, in the grand scheme of people watching YouTube, it's a lot less. So you'd think they'd be encouraging it more and pushing it more to try to get, you know, to get people excited about it more and have it, have it, you know, if it had some more legs, people would post more and people, you know, it's sort of, you know, that snowball effect, but I just, I'm not seeing that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, I still think 
I mean, it is their social network, I guess, you know, so I guess that's why I'm giving myself a B and minus and not a D, but it, it's just not, even if it's growing, it's not growing in the same way as the others. It's, it's less yeah, part it's of the slow. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that if we ask someone back in March, is it a big part of your content plan for the year? They would have answered yes. And I think if you ask them now, they would say no. <laughs> Almost kind of like threads. We saw threads, you know, boost there for a while and everybody was using it and nobody is using it. Right. And so that is going to be part of my 2024 predictions. I have a very oh. strong prediction about, about thre- so that's a teaser, threads and, and X, Twitter. You know, I have a, I have a prediction of what's going to happen to the two of those platforms in 2024. So uh, I guess we'll see. I can't even log on to um, X. So I'm a little bitter right now. Why can't you log on? I have been trying to log on to X for the last like three months. And every single time I get past, like my account's created, every time I get past the login page, just like won't do anything. It's and you, you I've, started like, this restarted process. restarted my phone and I've like deleted the app and reloaded the app and I'm just not meant to have X. Did you start, did you start at like post Elon era? Like did you didn't have an account before? No. Okay. Is so that maybe why? that's why. Mm. I mean, they're, again, they're, I have a lot of predictions about this. Some of, some, I'm going to roll back on some of my, my comments about Elon that were super positive throughout the year. Um, I still don't know what that crazy genius millionaire is going to do, but it's hard to respect some of his decisions and it's hard to, you know, see the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> because it's <laughs> it's very winding and uh, it's very possible that you know this the software is corrupted because he's not paying for as many developers as they need and you know the whole business is sort of crumbling. So well, maybe it's that's still why. downloaded on my phone, but I'm boycotting it right now. Cause it's not working. So. Okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, okay, but so anyway, that's my that's my second one. What is your next one? Um, my next one was there will be an expansion of business loyalty programs, okay. which I think I think that's just been steady too. I mean, most places I go to now, there's definitely business loyalty programs. So, I think it just depends on where you go. I originally I don't remember what I originally had. Oh, I'm curious what you graded yourself, but I originally had this lower, and then. I went to, I had two experiences uh, with uh, loyalty in the last couple of weeks. One was uh, I was with a buddy, we, were, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, I had an old loyalty account and they, the, the wait staff like not berated me, but like I couldn't remember what phone number, They're like, well, let's try another phone number. Like they were really trying to get really you to do it. Yeah. Aggressively trying to get me to find this old loyalty account and we recently, you know, went sort of Christmas shopping and went to American Eagle. We had an old loyalty. We're not an old loyalty. We have a loyalty account with them. And I got a bunch of emails that now I'm leveled up because, you know, you know, it's sort of gifts were purchased and now, you know, more dollars spent. And I, I think the reason I had it lower is I think for the exact reason that I, this was so, not that this was so easy, but I think that what loyalty programs has happened to them is that they've become like the card is gone right so before you'd have a card yeah, it's have digital a little, now yeah you'd have a little key card or you'd have an app now it's just based on a phone number email address they've made it like they're they just want the data they don't care they you know they're going to give you some money 
but they want it tied to your credit card. They want to tie to your email. They want to tie to your phone number. They don't, you know, they want to make it as simple for you as possible. If you, you don't, you know, there's no, the, the whole punch card world. I think that's mostly gone. I mean, there's, you know, in some like, you know, very, very local niche, like, like your coffee yeah. shop, yep. you know, it still exists, but I think now it's just, I, well, I most want that PCOS data. PCOS systems now even have like a loyalty program built in to right. like the software. So you, I mean, it's just there. So you might as well use it. I mean, some have a fee for you to use it. But if you're having like punch cards and things, you're already having to buy those punch cards. We used to get ours on Shutterfly. And so okay. we would make them, order them. And so you're still like pretty much paying the same amount either way. But the, I guess the hard part thing with the digital thing is, you know, people always now keep track of their points or freebies and things like that because it's attached to a phone number and email. Whereas if you had an actual punch card, you there was a pretty good chance that someone would lose them. So every time we gave out punch cards, we always knew that, you know, we were like, oh, not a lot of people bring these back because they lose them. So it's like right. kind of, you know, in between. Right. And but. so it should be priced in a way that you want them, if they're quite fair to, like, you want them to win because you're going to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, here's a $5 reward, come in and spend 40 Is You know, it? so, yep. you know, it should be something like that. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I think, I think it's your prediction was pretty good. And, you know, another one great example is McDonald's. Like I follow them, their their marketing is excellent and they continue to do app only rewards throughout the year. So if you want to get yeah. free free Fridays or if you want to get this special, I don't know what it was. There was some special giveaway that you had to maybe some special sauce or something. You had to use the app to get it. I think Starbucks too, we would just went to Starbucks the other day and to be able to do their loyalty program, you have to have the app. Right. But this was actually like a menu item too. I think it was okay. maybe the Big Mac sauce as a dipping sauce for chicken nuggets or something like that. That was one of them. So in order to get that, like you couldn't order it unless you use the app. Like they wouldn't give it to you otherwise. So they're really, so they're, again, it's, in their case, it's an app, but they're McDonald's, so they get away with it. Um, and they're really, really pushing it. So I, I think it's good. So so what did you what did you grade yourself on this one? Yeah, I'll do like a, a B. Okay, so B I gave plus. you a B plus. I gave you a B plus. Yeah, I gave you a B plus. I think, I think it's pretty good. You know, this is perfect for me. I was always like a straight B student, so. <laughs> B plus is good. Except B for math. Math was always a C, but you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so my next one was, okay, I didn't do good on this one at all. <laughs> I said, media companies will increasingly target big live events as we become more curated and fragmented they're going to look for those events to like bring us all together and get and get those those eyes on the screen the excitement you know to you know for attention for that, that particular show and their channels is it and the the thing that made me make this prediction was the Chris Rock special where he talked about the slap with Will Smith and it was a, supposedly a big thing on Netflix but it didn't do really well in the numbers you hadn't even heard about it at the time yeah i did yeah i didn't even know about it but i still thought it was a good prediction but it was a pretty big fail with the exception of sports, I haven't heard anything. I don't know. I feel like we're still getting back into that too after COVID though, at least like big events wise. I feel like I haven't seen as many things as before COVID. I feel like we're still getting back into it. Well, this, so this would be less like about an in-person event and more about 
like the season finale excitement or the or the mm, gotcha. Um, like when you watch a, a live sporting event, it's it's only exciting during the the event, right? Because mm-hmm. then after that, everybody knows the score. So it's like trying to be almost a FOMO. I'm I'm part of it, and in a way, really the complete opposite happened. So Taylor Swift made a ton of money releasing a movie where she took a live event her concert and made yeah, it. You know, yep. So she kind of did this, but she took a live event her concert and she brought it into theaters where you could go at any point. And then the sort of this sort of leads into this is why I'm not gonna give myself an F on this. A you know, a bunch of fans, you know, teenage girls primarily, I think yeah, that's who sort of couldn't her. afford tickets. Who couldn't afford yeah. tickets went and sort of made concerts for themselves at the theater and then people were complaining. So they were like cheering that's and all- dancing and which sounds yeah. like so awesome. It's super exciting that they did that. So there's a want, you know, our culture wants this and media companies can make a lot of money from it, but nobody with Taylor Swift did it. And that's a really good comparison though, because I haven't really followed along with Taylor Swift recent years because I'm a hardcore old Taylor Swift fan. Grew okay. up with old Taylor Swift, so. New but Taylor Swift, I'm not like totally a fan, but that's just Oh, I don't know opinion. the difference. I, I like her. I don't know if she, she's not like... You know, I don't have any Taylor Swift playlists, but I hear her songs. She's good. Yeah, she's- and her music now is a lot different than it used to. I mean, she started out as like country. Country, so, right. Okay. So it's a big change because now she's more of like a modern pop singer. So she's changed quite a bit. But with the, I think it was the Eras Tour, I'm pretty sure is the one that they did in theaters. Like you said, I mean, her shows were sold out for a crazy amount of money for tickets. And so right. doing it that way in theaters was a way that people could enjoy the experience without actually, you know, having to buy expensive tickets to be at that show. And I know it was still a huge deal. Like I was, was seeing so many posts of people going to these, you know, movie theaters to see her concert. Yeah, it was like mini live events in mm-hmm. a way. And that's what that's that's why I made that prediction is we crave this, like we crave the sharing because if you were to watch that concert video by yourself in your living room with popcorn with your kids or with yeah, your it's not as fun. with your friends like it's good but it's not the same as even 200 people in a theater or whatever i don't know theaters got smaller because the chairs are so big it used to be 300 or so but mm-hmm. you know that's exciting you know we you kind of feed on each other so i don't know it's- it'll be interesting to see what happens with that in 2024 though because maybe she is going to set that in motion because that was such a big deal i bet a lot more singers and concerts and things like that might start doing things like that and that would be good for theaters too, because not everyone goes to theaters anymore either. To right. you know, because we yeah, ma- can get movies on our TV through all of our movie devices, apps, yeah. and things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the the tweak through the prediction is that movie theaters will will make it that you come and do you know kind of you know uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show where you're like interacting with the screen that type of thing. Only takes one person to do something, and then everybody does it. So maybe that'll right. be her since she's. So popular right now. Right. And, and if that person happens to make a ton of money, in this case she did, that also will lead to people trying to copycat it. So maybe that'll be it. But anyways, long story short, I gave myself a D on this. I don't think it was a very, it, it, the prediction did not pan out, but maybe next year. We'll, we'll see. Well, maybe we'll check. Oh, we'll always go back to previous year's predictions and see if we just predicted them a little bit too early. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So you have, what's your last one? My last one is stock photos on website will start to impact website traffic, which you and I as website developers, I mean, we see this already. 
I don't feel like I've seen a huge shift in that this year, but I think it's coming. Because, you know, it gets to a point where I have dozens or quite a few free stock website websites that I go to. And all of the other stock websites also have those photos. And so I feel like they're just going to start getting way overused, which I've already seen. And I think it's more of a long-term prediction, but we see it, you know, impacting website traffic already compared to having good actual photos that you take of your business, of your customers. Right, right. Yeah, so I would say I didn't see any change on this this year, but it's still true. It's certainly one of the trust factors. We talked about this, you know, whether it was in the prediction episode or another one that stock photos are less trustworthy than real photos. And what I wonder, because we just launched a site for a, a tile and tub glazing company, and there's a nice mix on it of some pretty, let's just say, okay, yeah, real life, real life before and after photos. Like they're they're pretty bad. They don't match up. The before and afters, like the angles don't match up, and you know they're kind of grainy. And you know we did some quick photo editing on them just to make them you know passable, and then some pretty high end stock photos. You know for the the hero images. So you found some really great ones that mm-hmm. you know, are beautiful. You know bathtubs and bathrooms, and I really like that juxtaposition there and i feel like what it does is because if if our hero images were these really grainy kind of ugly ones i feel like you'd bounce just from the fact that the site looked less professional yeah definitely and not everybody has the ability to get you know hire a professional photographer to come to get the perfect ones but at the same time if we didn't have these realistic before and afters they might not think the business was real or not know so maybe it'll be how to use them together you know, maybe mm-hmm. that's going to be the change, like a little bit of both. And we do, uh, we've been doing that with so many more of our websites now, too, is doing a mix of photos because, I mean, photos make a huge difference on how a website looks. Like you said, I mean, you know, you could go to a website and see a bunch of grainy pictures and it wouldn't be as aesthetically pleasing as, you know, all these really nice photos. But if you go to a website that has all of these stock images, images that you can tell are stock images, then it doesn't seem real either. So having a good mix of the two is super important. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So what did you grade yourself on this one? Yes. Low C. Low C. minus. I gave you a flat C. I think it's a flat. (laughs) Again, Again, it's a good prediction. The reason why it's not an A is that nothing changed. Like it, you know, I didn't read any, it's true. It's, you know, it's definitely true. It yeah, just it's very get, just study. It just yeah. didn't get any worse. And so, so you have to see, right? So, yeah, you just, you know, you passed. And I think it's good. Ooh. So, yeah. Okay, so I had one last one. This is my long-term, mostly long-term prediction. I'm going to give myself a B on this because of half of it, but really the other half is probably worse. Yeah. And that is paid social media is coming. And that eventually web 3.0 is going to evolve to give more control to the user when they're using their social media. So that was sort of a really long-term pie in the sky thing where we're going to have the ability to host to essentially an RSS feed and have our content go out to to everybody depending on what category we put them. So that step one or one of the steps in the direction of that happened with threads and that's when uh, Meta they sort of announced that they're going to post 
eventually threads will integrate with the fediverse which i had never heard the term specific term for but that is kind of part of this whole idea of a more decentralized social media network for the whole world well and and i think the other thing on that note too is now you have to pay to be a verified account so to have that blue check mark you have to pay 15 dollars a month to have that check mark show up next to your account which is crazy to me because it used to be that people you know who had a lot of followers a lot of views they would get those verified accounts because they're you know social media gods i guess right (laughs) but now you have to pay for it so people who even maybe have 600 followers or not a lot of views you know you can just pay 15 dollars a month seem more like a verified account which i feel like defeats the purpose but i think that goes along with your prediction for sure right so i yeah i think it's i think it's coming yeah so there people are some people are already paying other than just for advertising so that's a good step you know some people are paying meta some people are paying x and the other thing is i I don't know if it's all chinese social media companies or just weibo which i think might be their twitter don't quote me that that's even the name but i believe that's the name of the company they're requiring verification not paid verification but verification that you're a human behind the account yes i have seen that too recently with like and starting new instagram accounts i've seen that okay so you send a photo of yourself with the code they send you right okay so so strange now did that when you did that was that for madison gray the author is it okay so you don't necessarily and i think that's good as long as you can still create uh, branded accounts so i don't necessarily think that if you send in your license that you're only allowed one account uh, as Madison, no question like that, mm-hmm. you should be yeah. able to have, you know, a book Instagram and your rock climbing Instagram. And like, you should be able to create as many as you want, but they should know that behind all of those is this real life person who, mm-hmm. if, you know, you start doing, you know, bad things, nefarious things that are against their policies, they just shut you off. And now, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they do that now, but if you're not verified, you just pop up with another email address. Like that's all, that's your verification. So now you're, you're kind of done and they'll get rid of the, the spam on and Facebook in general is just like completely out of control lately with, you know, your account is against our policies. We're going to take you down trying to get you to, I don't even know yeah. what they want, mm-hmm. but it's bad. <laughs> I've barely been using Facebook anymore just because I feel like there's, I feel like Facebook has definitely gone downhill quite a bit compared to, I think they put all their folks on Instagram. Well, I mean, it's their it's their shiny. I guess it's not really new anymore, but it's certainly their newer compared to Facebook. Their, their, their newer toy, and it's also the one that's got getting more attention. But I still, you know, Facebook is still the biggest social network as far as it's not as far. I think it's as far as I can't remember. There's two metrics, but TikTok wins in one respect, and Facebook wins in the other. But I think it's like monthly active users. I think Facebook wins, and maybe like time on screen that TikTok wins, something like that. Because again, it's where grandma is, it's where grandpa is, it's where cousins are, you know, so it's sort of, it's still really that family network. But so long story short, if China's doing this, I think eventually the US will do this. And now they're having you verify. It's one step closer to paid. Like, I I know that seems like maybe an illogical jump, but it's becoming more like an account, like a, you know, a bank account or a business account versus just this random thing you create and you know, you have no, you know, you have no skin in the game. So 
I think that that, you know, will lead us there eventually. I don't know, if, you know how many years it's going to take, but I think at some point we're all going to be paying for something. I hope it's for this decentralized network where we get to kind of pick, but for all we know, we're just going to be paying Meta because they're really big and they want our money. Our money, so yeah. <laughs> so what grade did you give yourself on this one? So I gave myself a B on this one because I, I get, I give myself a little bit of a, a bump because the fact that Threads has, is already thinking about the Fediverse and I didn't think that was going to happen yeah. for a while. Um, and again, I didn't know the term Fediverse until they announced it, but I knew the concept and I think that that's super exciting. So maybe that'll will be a 10 year plan. Maybe it'll happen in five. I don't know. And then the other points, I don't know. I mean, yes, we're paying for a verified checkbox, but I think we probably were already doing that in March. Nothing really new in that respect. So I still think it's coming. Just, you know, nothing really, nothing really moved on the needle this year. So we'll be, yeah, we'll probably start seeing more things here and there popping up in that yeah. area. So, yeah, so we should probably always check when we check back, we'll probably do a check back on the previous year's one too, to see like, oh, now you know, all of a sudden it's, it's moving a little bit faster because I'm not going to mm -hmm. make these same predictions, but maybe I was, again, we were just a little bit too early. Let's see. So that's, those were them. Those were our seven predictions. Like I said, we're going to make our 2024 predictions in early January. And we hope that this comes out in December. If it comes out in early January, then we're sorry. <laughs> Good. Uh, but happy to hear either way to everybody. And again, thanks so much for being along on this journey. It's been really fun. I'm so glad we did it. And I'm excited about 2024. Hopefully we, we're, we're hoping to be in more of a rhythm. We have a, a bunch of new guests planned and you know a bunch of fun. You know, we keep we have sort of internal in our ClickUp app where we put a bunch of you know show ideas. We've got you know dozens of them. So we've got a plenty of content that, that we can go to. And that's what we'll do in 2024. More coming. So like, subscribe, and uh, we will see you next year. Yeah, see you guys later. Bye.